Hey y'all, this is Lee from the Magic Our Way Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. gentlemen welcome back to the lukewarm cinema podcast my name is austin today i'm joined with george and christian and uh we're coming back at you with another mandalorian episode the mando i really uh i love the mandalorian so far so good yeah i was gonna ask you as a non-star wars watcher like we already know you like season one but how are you you know we're on season what or episode what four now four yeah so how are you liking this show as somebody who has almost zero Star Wars knowledge coming into this. I am uh, thoroughly impressed each episode. Uh, if it isn't the characters, it's the action scenes. It's this uh, slight character building that I'm seeing with the Mandalorian and uh, what do we call a uh, Vesuvius? Mm. AKA, <laughs> Vesuvius. Yeah, AKA Baby Yoda. Um, but no, I, I thoroughly uh, love the Star Wars universe. Each episode proves to me that I just need to watch Rogue One, but I, I kind of want to save Rogue well, One for, I, I know, I know you're going to, are you going to say watch four first? No, you need to watch one, two, three. Yeah. Rogue One. Yes. No, I get it. I get the, the progression of it, but I, like I said in a previous episode, the thing that I love about this season in particular is just the visual um, imagery that is put on the screen week in and week out is unlike any other show that I've really seen produced lately. Um, and I've watched a lot of good shows, I would say, over during this quarantine, whether it was um, Ozark. Um, boy, it's always sunny. But uh, yes, I, I've, <laughs> never been, I've, nev- well, I've never been into epics like this. Yes, yes. Never once in my life. Um, but. I highly recommend for anybody who has never seen a single Star Wars, start at the beginning of The Mandalorian. Don't just start on this season. You're going to be really lost. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, even though it's an, uh, what do we call it? Episodic, you know, where it's like. It is. It is. Epi- well, it's it's episodic, but it's also like very, they're kind of standalone, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I meant. Standalone. Yeah. I mean, like even though there, a lot of them are standalone, you can still get that that vibe. Well, because so the thing is, is like what we're going to talk about today is there's a, there's a current there's always like a, a background plot that's always just kind of weaving itself in and out of episodes. So it's kind of like, oh, yeah, look at all this crazy. Stuff. Remember, there's still a plot that, that has to be had in this season. But let's go ahead and uh, let's get into this episode. So, you know, Vesuvius and the Mando have to get to the planet to find the Jedi and they realize, oh, shit, our shitbox Honda won't get us there. So he goes back to Navarro, which is the planet where his friends from the first... I'm going to forget their name and I feel so bad, but the the uh, former soldier and then his old like payout dude from yeah, the first season. Yeah, um, he's like in like in uh, kind of an elderly like black guy. He has Apollo Creed. Oh, yeah, yeah. See? Chubbs. 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 Gotta relate him to other characters. Yeah. So he goes back to them and they're very happy to see him and he's like, Look at my shitbox. And they're like, boy, is that a shitbox? 
About time, though, dude. The poor goddamn Mando has just been cruising around the galaxy in this damn thing. Yeah. Do they ever um get to how big the Star Wars like galaxy is, or it's 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 pretty damn big. Like they're in the outer rim. That's like it's like no man's land kind of space. Mm, okay. There's, there's like you know the core planets, and then there's Franny. I know you're gonna yell at me, so please correct me right now. Franny, go ahead and stop. Listen, <laughs> message me right now. Tell me what I'm getting wrong. Thank you, Franny. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's still Franny's still coming on at the end of the season, so he can give us all of his uh his uh. Now I want you, his- Franny, to please like. I hope I I know you send in like comments and stuff, but I want you to be taking notes while you listen to this episode, and I want you to drill us. Oh yeah, he's gonna here. come on here and be like, "Look, you're dumb. Why did you say this?" Like a, like just like a fucking madman, like an interrogator. <laughs> How did you miss this? What about this? He comes in with a yardstick, huh. smacks the table. Anyways, so he sees them. He's like, yeah, fix my ship, please. And they're like, yeah, come with us. Foreshadowing here. There's a little little freaky looking person. And they like look back all ominous. And they zoom in on this person, on this entity. I don't, I don't want to genderize them. But this person. It. It. And uh, I was like, watch. This person's going to be important. Watch. I'm just telling you now. So they... The the town that was at the end of season one. Oh, by the way, I keep I don't know why I keep forgetting to say spoilers for this episode. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Austin, you 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 do you've done this I think the last four episodes. Yeah, I keep forgetting. We get like five and a half minutes into it, and you're just like, oh, well, hold on. I'm hold I'm on excited, here. damn it. Just in case you haven't heard the last two and a half minutes. Spoiler. <laughs> it's we, okay. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, I think we doesn't. Chris, you got to be our spoiler guy from here on out. Just, just come up the, with like a spoiler alert. Do the Borat like when he realizes he has a microphone on him. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> we got we to play that just like as our as our permanent yeah, spoiler I'm alert to, thing. I'm gonna have to like cut that. It just, but I'll add some like <laughs> I'll add some like flanger and reverb to it and everything. Oh hell yeah! Uh, you could uh like uh vocode it. Vocoded. To like to I could like, T paint it and auto tune you. <laughs> Baby girl. You sound like the octopus from the Wiggles when you do that. Uh, I don't remember. Dude, they're like one of the best Australian metal bands ever. Yeah, don't tell me you know music unless you know the Wiggles. <laughs> Anyways, spoiler. So the the city that was ravaged in the end of season one is like bustling. It's like doing just fine and they and mando's like i'm surprised these buildings are still standing and they go watch this and they take them in and there's a school like they're teaching these little kids stuff and the old bounty hunter guy i keep hearing his friends and he yell at me uh, takes the child vesuvius and goes yeah we'll leave him here and he puts him in his own desk he's like ah yeah get institutionalized kid so he puts him in the, he puts him in his desk and then he's like we have business to talk about he goes no 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 he goes where i go and he goes no, 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 we don't need kids here and what does vesuvius do um okay so at school vesuvius sees uh, another kid eating snacks right during class macaroons yeah those look like yeah best looking macaroons some blue macaroons very good i've never had one and uh you know vesuvius does as he typically does and wants food okay so he kind of coos or you know whines at this child and she's like no okay typical typical like girl we all had that girl in class 
yo, share some with me. Eating her no. hot Cheetos. You know, got like some <laughs> acrylic looking nails. She's not, she as an copies all the work. Has an Aeropostale polo shirt on like we had to wear in middle never school. Never once called her teacher or his, her. Yeah. Never once called her teacher by her actual no, last name. Miss? miss or Mr. And they never raised her hand. They just go, hold on, miss. Yeah. <laughs> and then like when they're writing, they're like, wait. And he's like, this slide was up for 45 minutes. The class is over now. But I can't see. Okay. So sit closer. No, I want to sit by my best friend. And when they got to go to the bathroom, they say, I'm going to the bathroom. And they stand up. And then the teacher's like, no, you have to raise your hand. I have to sign it's your like pass. It's like a five minute thing. Anyway, so he, he sees this kid. This kid. This is all plot related. Okay. <laughs> it is. It we is. Need, we, need to set, we need to set the stage for you. Okay. It's like the panning shot at the beginning. We need, we need to, you need to get into the psychology of our imagery of how we perceived this episode. Did you okay? just say the psychology of our imagery of how we perceive? Bro, I did DMT. that. Was dope. No, that was uh, that was some bars. Did I, tell right you there? I took some mushrooms before this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't psychedelic. They was just expired. <laughs> there was a warm. I left them in the sun. Just because Joey Diaz took an expired Vicodin once doesn't mean you're gonna have the same type of trip. Dog, it didn't kick in for like four hours. Dog. No, he said he said he blacked out. Oh, he took half God. of it, and and Joe Rogan was like, "You good?" He's like, "I couldn't wait to take the rest." <laughs> but he like he like blacked out on stage. Okay, okay. Back to these fucking delicious please, blue macaroons. Christian, please indulge us in these macaroons. Continue. <laughs> All right. Now that you understand the psychology of the imagery of the whatever I said, Perception. how we perceive. Yes. Vesuvius, well, he was told no, and he did not like that. So he used his force powers to. And while the little girl wasn't looking, fucking reverse yeeted. The macarons onto his desk, but like the whole package of macarons, he left her yeah, one, not just one. There was one out of the package, and there was a little foil package. He took the whole foil package. He's like, "All, all mine." And um, she was very surprised to look over and see that her macarons were now on his desk, but he did not reach over, and he was happily snacking. And they just both looked back at each other, and they both had the blue shit on their mouths from eating them now. And I, I, you just gotta think. All the Jedi are gone. Most people don't even know like what the hell they are at this point. So she, that little girl has no idea what the hell happened. Like, how did how did you receive my macaroons without reaching over on the desk? Yeah. So he does that little little Vesuvius plot. We always enjoy a good Vesuvius plot. So then he or uh, the three amigos, we'll call them the three amigos, go to uh, the main guy's office, and who does he see there working at the front desk? The first person that gets yeeted by Mando in the first episode, the blue dude, and he goes, he goes, he creamed as yeah, soon he, as he, he saw Mando. Creamed. He excreted like, like he misted. He misted out of his neck, and I was like, did he just, did he just finish? Yo, it was like when the if you have the automatic uh, air like Febreze oh, sprayers yes. in your house, oh, I have yes. that. That's what it sounded and kind of looked like. Although it was like. All around, like the creases of his it was neck. An AOE. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Area of effect. So yeah, he. Uh, what was? I don't remember his name. Either. I don't remember his name, but he was an indentured servant. I think it was like Vape God or something. Vape yes. God, little vape. We'll call him VG. VG. Right. Vegas Golden Knights. VGK. Yeah, uh, Vape God. Vape God. <laughs> anyway, so he sees him, and you find out, oh, he's an indentured servant for the bounty, the guy who paid out all the bounties. He's a fucking receptionist. He's a receptionist. And he, he has a 300 year 
like sentence. Like that's how long it's gonna take for him to pay off his bounty. So then he's like, they're basically showing Mando that hey, there's still the, like most of Navar- uh, Navarro is safe except for like this one area where there's like a forward operating base from the Empire, but there's still a skeleton crew there. So we're trying to wipe it out so scaven or so black market people don't come here and try to ravage our planet. So he's like, all right, well, I just needed my my ship to get fixed, and they're like, that's gonna take some time, dog. So he's like, all right, let's go do it. So they they go to this place, you know. It's I'm assuming like an hour or two, maybe three hours away from them. Roll up huge base and they're like, oh, okay. So it's it's like in a volcano. We can set it to self-destruct. It'll blow up. Cool. Which is the most badass thing. Is that like pretty regular in Star Wars? Oh, yeah. All volcanoes are like nuclear reactor controllers. Well, the best thing with uh, volcano, it's called the, the planet from episode three. Is that Coruscant? Mus- no, Mustafar? Mustafar, yep. It's literally remember, a volcano it planet. The, it in the PS2 Obi Wan and Anakin fight on it. It's probably the best fight scene in any Star Wars. I movie. think I yes, no the the fight scene is uh, it's it's the one where like he's like I have the high ground and yeah. that's the joke now. Everyone's yeah. like I have the high ground. That's oh it's it's like a good scene. It's also a heartbreaking scene at the same time. You are my brother, Anakin. Yeah, we all remember. I, lo- Star Wars. I loved you, step bro. <laughs> <laughs> so so they get to this place, then you find out this dude. The the blue dude, VG, is literally like slave and slave owner. Like he keeps like I keep I want to call him Creed because I don't remember his name, but Creed keeps like threatening him and it's almost like I'm gonna give you another whip, boy. <laughs> Seriously. Like he he's like threatening him that way, and we were like, Yo. Yeah, he threatens to put him back in carbonite, which is it was that uh that like brown like cryofreeze thing he did. It was the slab. Yeah. yeah. And I really liked earlier how Vape God, the blue guy, mentions, oh, don't put me back in. I can barely see out of my left eye from last time. <laughs> <laughs> so they get into this thing and they're making Vape God do everything. They're like, hey, hack this, hack that, cut through this. And Mandel's like, fuck this, man. He just jumps up to the, he uses his jetpack, flies up to the top of this base. And all of a sudden you just see a stormtrooper just fall next to him. And then George asks the question. No, it wasn't a question. It was, I, I've observed this over the last season, two seasons. Uh, all stormtroopers are the grunts, like in Halo, that are just absolutely annoyingly useless. Um, what a waste of the Empire's money, in my opinion. I think, uh, like, you could put fucking starving children with, like, machetes. They would put up a better fight than some right. of these stormtroopers. George is saying that the Empire should hire child soldiers. We don't represent that, but that's what he said. All I'm saying is the empires <laughs> just need to take a look at their budget and they need to see the how much they're spending on stormtroopers. Now, if they're not spending that much, they could just get the Ewoks that that, that beat, uh, beat them out in in a uh, yeah. You could it? pay Endor? Ewoks lower wages. Can, <laughs> like oh no, <laughs> outsource oh, it. No. <laughs> they like I said, George is saying all this stuff, not me. Uh, yeah, no, I'll take the heat for this. Uh, yeah, where's the where's the uh, little child endangered servants planet? Is there anyone like that? <laughs> we could come up with one. Yeah, Just guess, nothing but. I guess the Ewoks, which are the little teddy bear looking thing. I don't. What is watch, an Ewok? Oh, you gotta watch uh, episode episode six. In the Explain Empire, an Ewok. In the thing. Empire Strikes Back, they go on this. I believe it was uh, Return of the Jedi. You're right. I always, I always get it mixed up. Like the whole, like yeah, the what, what do they look like? Because li- I'm, I'm looking bears. at something that can put up a better fight 
than these PS5 looking mofos I can, that I are can, running I around. I can tell you exactly because these little creatures beat stormtroopers. Oh, yes. Well, it's like, a, it's it was a improbable, no but it happened. It, with like gorilla tactic sticks. Okay. They're, they're, they're these how short so little what I'm looking, Yeah, okay. What I'm looking for. Height, weight, Oh, weight strength. probably a solid like 100 pounds because there's some thick dudes, but height probably like three feet. Mm. But a lot of them, I'm assuming, they're like yeah. ants. Yeah, and they, they're really smart. Like, mm. remember that the scene where they trip the Mando with the with the wire? They yeah. do that to those big walker things. I like I like where these and guys. Then they, and then up. they just like, and then they take two logs and just crush it. Yes, yeah, like I feel like stormtroopers are like cops in rich neighborhoods. I still got my hat. Like they just feel like super entitled. Like, oh, I. I they're unionized yeah you know but like you know god forbid they ever get a call on d street and then they're just like oh my god like <laughs> d like fund the stormtroopers right now fund the stormtroopers um <laughs> the empire's fucking protesting <laughs> uh i think i said the only time i ever saw like a stormtrooper actually hit like a target was when they punched vesuvius in, in season one and they're just bullies for that pick on someone your yeah, own yeah which is fucking rude i was pissed i'm like you motherfucker did you know, uh, so Kevin from the Magic Our Way podcast, he's a musician, he hmm. found a video where it's at like 100, like if you if you put it back to back, it's perfectly at 100 BPM and you could use it as a metronome. I'm just him punching. <laughs> that's, just, that's fuck, but that's good. I like that. So anyways, where the, where the fuck were, were we even? We were at, he's flying out oh, of the volcano. we're talking about how terrible stormtroopers storm are. Stormtroopers Yeah, suck. Because, because Mando is just working these dudes. So they finally get inside. They go, hey, uh, hack this but there's no guardrail over this volcano and the dude's like do I really and he goes ah uh, you wanna <laughs> I think he said something like I'll push you in or something basically threatening his slave yeah and no you get that you get a strong slave vibe very, very strong. strong he's a prisoner though he's a prisoner <laughs> he doesn't have rights a- aka receptionist aka uh, chauffeur chauffeur <laughs> cause he drove him that is true. Yeah, he was like the, the Uber driver on his speeder. He's like, all right, do you want me to drop you guys off here? Or, or what do you guys want? How about the front? Jesus Christ, mom, just leave us alone. That's how, that's how they were all feeling on the inside. And then he's like, I'm dehydrating. He's like, <laughs> he needs like a, he has like a, a, a what's it called? He has, he has gills, so I'm assuming he has to like be hydrated by a, like a machine a, that he has on him. Yeah, he has like a humidity vest on is what they called it. So, anyways, he just has one of those little like misters with the (laughs) fan on it. But it's like the Iron Man one from like the like the little aisles at the cashier. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just squirts him in the eye. Ah, it's better than nothing. (laughs) 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 I didn't think that would hit that hard. No, no, because it was such a good visual. Like I can just picture like ah, oh, and he was a funny looking character because like he looked visually bothered whether he was being made do something or not, right? One of those he looks like Lee Syatt from from uh, mm-hmm. the church of what's happening mm-hmm. now. Where he's like yes, he's he on does. the verge of crying at any moment. He's just running around just trying to stay with the group. <laughs> so they they thank they, God there was no supplies. Like I could just imagine like in a future episode he's just lugging around like a hundred pounds worth of supplies and shit. But he can only like really like lift like five so he just collapses. He starts leaving shit behind. What's they, this, a blaster? We don't need <laughs> Okay, so there are um, 
He's he flew out of the volcano. He well, said he, 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 well, he didn't fly after, out of it. He just flew up to the the landing platform, like the helipad. The volcano's mm-hmm. on the other side. So they they set the thing to like, okay, it's gonna explode. How long do we have? Ten minutes. That's it. All right, let's get out of here. So they get out of there, but then the empire was already onto them. So then they they fight their way to another room, and then they find out uh, this wasn't a forward operating base; it was a lab. And then there's a uh, little hologram. Yeah, a hologram of the guy that was working on Vesuvius in, in season one when Mando steals him back, and he's saying that we don't have. I couldn't take enough blood from the child without killing him. Uh, we need this for for higher M counts. And Christian and I looked at each other. Medical medichlorians. Okay. All right. Please enlighten it's me time because for the you guys tangent. had your little fucking Star Wars nerd off when that shit went off, and I was like, okay, I'm definitely missing something here. You have to see episode. I think episode one is like the only one they really reference it. The pre. Okay, so I'll go with the impl. I'll explain the implications for this episode. and I'll explain the fucking meme. Okay, so. Why the hell do they want the child? We don't really know. I always assume they just wanted to off the last fucking Jedi because they're the Empire. They hate the fucking Jedi. Jedi whip their ass sideways and fucking diagonal in the every other movie. Diagonal. Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> that's not good enough. Go back. So, so that's what I thought. They have this lab, and in the little hollow recording, they mention um M count. Like, oh, the test subjects don't have the proper M count. Austin and I knew what that fucking meant immediately. Okay. So, the prequels to Star Wars. So, so they made the original trilogy, you know, uh, which was... Four, five, and six. A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Okay. Then they said, ah, let's make some fucking prequels that come before that. Old Republic. George Lucas decided that he had to explain in specificness why Jedi's had their power. So he there was this little, I guess call it plot device called meaty chlorians. He said, oh, if you're born with more meaty chlorians in your bloodstream. They're basically like white blood cells. Yeah. If you the more meaty chlorines you have is uh the stronger a Jedi you are. Anakin had really high meaty chlorians. Obi-Wan has high meaty chlorians. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, let's demystify something nobody asked for them to do, and so it was kind of lame. I heard Darth Maul uh, lost half of it. What the hell? I'm not up to date. If that's Clone (laughs) Wars stuff, I I don't know because I I didn't watch it. Just making a joke that he got cut in half in the first episode. (laughs) That's a. I mean, that's a good point though, dude. If you get a limb cut off, do you lose some midichlorian? Or if you get a boner? Oh oh my god! Wait, okay, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Oh no! Wait. Bigger question, can the cock perform force actions? Dude, imagine That you just, would be awesome. Like, just to undress him with... Franny, please message me right now again. Yeah, our, we're, we're going to run this past our expert. Can, can the cock... Uh, Palpatine's little... Like, I doubt he can get it up, but... If, you know, can he shoot <laughs> lightning from it? Like, imagine... <laughs> dude, He's it, got a erectile Sith function. In bed, the fucking emperor does the fucking the the seven ninety degree spin he does. He he like spins from a prone position. He like does like a jump spin that, but naked with his cock out. That's what women see. That's what the prostitutes see. Yes. That's um, how Ray came. What the fuck were we talking about? 
We're talking about end oh, counts because we're oh, talking about how there was. Okay. So there was. You've come to find out that the child was needed for research purposes because they were going to clone midichlorian counts. You know, they were going to cl- clone him and create their own, like, super soldier. Like, artificially make essentially people with Jedi abilities that will fight for or the Empire. Force abilities because they're not necessarily always Jedi. Yeah, yeah, force. Because if you have the, the power, then you could go to the dark side or the light side, whatever. You know, got it, potato. Midichlorians aren't specific to one. Beat. No, no, no. It's it's like a the way I heard. I'm gonna have to talk to my friend. Nick White about blood this. cells made perfect sense. Like, it yeah. Just... So the way the force works is it's kind of like it's a beat. It's like a it's, spiritual isn't the right word. It's like a and it's kind of like just like a damn. I'm trying to think of the words. It's like it's like a being, but it doesn't have like a a gender or anything. It's just it's like a a source. Mm-hmm. So you can you can you know be like a gray Jedi, which is just means like it's like okay. So let's look at politics. I when you guys are saying this, and I mean I don't want to go there. I am a special ed teacher, but I just think of the autism spectrum. You have some people that are like, oh, whoa, super high metachlorian, way out there, very creative, thinks on his toes. Can he function day to day? Probably not. The force is too much. He has too much of the force. And then you have somebody low metachlorians, good person, some force. Um you you could you can function with him day to day because you know he can take care of himself. I like that. Okay, yeah, it could be like that. I would love somebody just be like super, just fucking metachlorined out, just uh, just like force all the time. <laughs> Dude, you make it sound like a fucking drug. Oh, I was here. I have this syringe of metachlorians. I'm just gonna eject this syringe of metachlorians right into my cock. This vein. is where, I mean. Shoot. This they all end up looking like that guy from the last episode when he bites it. Just, yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Oh my god. I, I was I lost I don't care my how ability far wrong to breathe. I am. <laughs> I am sticking to the metachlorian spectrum as well. We'll uh, the call lukewarm it. cinema podcast are opinions of our own and do not reflect or represent any businesses. Or that being companies. Said. With that being said, so you find out that they're gonna artificially make these beings. So they're like, we hella got to destroy this shit. If, I, I believe they went to go destroy it, right? Or did they say, now we got to... Yeah, well, because they, they set the reactor to blow. Yeah, so they were like, well, this thing's going to be destroyed anyways, but then the Empire closes it on him. So then Mando goes one way, VG and his two uh, entourage members go another way. And, you know, Mando's fighting him, and he's like, fuck this, and he just takes off. Just flies away, so you don't even see. Yeah, because now he knows the big bad guy is coming after the child. Yeah, Moff uh, Gideon. Moff Gideon. See, you're so smart. You have memories. There it is. W- what's his business called again? Oh, uh, uh, Los Pollos Hermanos. <laughs> Los Pollos Hermanos, brother. So he takes off, and you're like, "Oh, well, that's the last we're going to see of him." So he takes off, and then the other three are like, "Fuck, what do we do?" And they get stuck in a, a shootout. And homegirl with her fast thinking goes and steals a, a vehicle and puts the other two dudes in it. And they're like, all right, well, the door's closed. So we're just going to go off the edge. And they go off the edge. And of course, they land on VG's speeder. He's like, was that my speeder? <laughs> if this, can this thing get any worse? I want him to cry so bad. <laughs> Dude, he got shit. They, whatever was left of his will is just being whittled down. 
He's on he, a snap. He, he was the punching bag of this episode. No wonder why he has to fucking vape nation. They need to keep him away from that <laughs> little. They need to keep him away from that little school. Yeah. He. Are you saying he looks like a diddler? No, like a pew pewer. A pew pewer. Oh, you, oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh. oh, wait a minute. I thought school shooters. No, that's not true. You're right. I was going to say, I thought it was always a kid who was bullied by the school. That's not always true. Okay, let's not talk about let me Let me talk about the plan <laughs> I made. No, just kidding. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so they're now trying to go back to their town. They're trying to take off. I'm going to jail. <laughs> I, can't talk. I can't talk about the medical spectrum and then have you say This episode went real south, real oh fast. My God. Okay. Yeah, this is gonna. This is this whole episode's just my manifesto. <laughs> this is Mandalorian shits a backdrop. I don't care about the fucking fish guy. This is all. This is all the front. <laughs> it's just. A, it's just a platform for Christian to be on. I'm. My army is getting larger. <laughs> you will not see them until it's too late. Christian's at three people now. By the way. Oh. Okay. So. Th- the three homies, not the three homies, because Amanda's not with them, but the three others are in their little like, what would you call it? Like, like a, a tr- like a transport thing. Yeah, with like a with like a gun but on the back. But it's fast. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fast. Got a machine gun on the top. So homegirls driving, Creed's in the gun trying to shoot off because now they have speeder bikes chasing them. So he's like, oh, hold up, let me uh, pew 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 pew, and he sucks at shooting. Manages to kill most of them. But let's talk about that one death where Homegirl squishes the dude into the wall. Oh, I I enjoyed all the way that people were dying. Those fucking retarded us stormtroopers. Jesus Christ! It's comedic the way they go. At least, um, yeah. no. So I was gonna say I compared uh, that little vehicle that they were in. That's like the Star Wars equivalent to like what they use in Afghanistan and Iraq or like oh, a MRAP? pickup like a pickup truck and like a machine gun on the back. Yeah, like an MRAP or a Humvee. Yeah, yeah. So so they're they're going and this so there's three total speeder bikes. One of them's behind them, gets shot down, then the other two go and do flanks on them. So the one on the right side of them is like shooting through the wind like the front window to try to kill the girl who's driving and she just turns into him and just pushes him into the wall. Bitch, blah. The fucking, the bike explodes. He's dead. You know when, like, you see a video where, like, somebody, like, takes a fall, and it's on the internet, and it's like, okay, I don't think he's dead. This is funny. Well, then you see, like, somebody, like, in a crash or fall high enough, like, oh, they're dead. I don't have to check. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know they're dead. That guy's fucking dead. Oh. Like a roach beneath my bare foot, because I'm a savage. <laughs> Yeah, that dude is dead. So they're they're then this other dude, the the third speeder bike has a grenade and he's gonna drop it onto the ship. So he's climbed up on top, and uh, Creed manages to turn the turret around in time and shoots him. It just blows up. So they keep driving. They're like, great. Now there's three Tie Fighters coming after him. That's what those things are called. Yeah, Tie Fighters. It's like satellite looking mofos. Yeah, because the pilots are. Uh... I no no no. Why not? So, okay. Are, when I saw the pilots, I was like, oh, these are the stormtroopers. They troopers. look Taiwanese. <laughs> no, no. 
I was like, these are the stormtroopers that like got a good ASVAB score. Yeah, and they're yeah, not exactly. on the front lines. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're pilots. Yeah. But I mean, they're still it's like good ASVAB score, but uh, like good ASVAB score, but like for the North Korean army. <laughs> like good, but not good enough. Spotify, we hope you don't take this episode down. Oh, it's we'll, definitely not we'll going look, up. In, we'll in, look. That in, one did crash into the, the, the vehicle. Well, that's because he shot it. Well, but we didn't know if they were trying to do that in the first place, though. They still could have been. So anyways, he shoots one, and it crashes into the turret. Now the turret's done for on the vehicle. So now they're just like, well, guess we got to start flying or hope for the best. So they can see the town, and they're zooming in, and the TIE fighters go ahead of the the carrier, you know, the little, we'll call it the Humvee, and then they do like that thing where they go up and, you know, turn away so they can come around and do a strafing run. And then all of a sudden, one of them gets shot out of the sky. And then all of a sudden, you see the Razor Crest. Mm-hmm. So Mando went and got the ship. But who's next to him? Vesuvius. Vesuvius. Eating his macaroons. He was so with happy. His, with his hands up in the air. Whee! Like it's a roller coaster. He, you know, Mando gets into a really crazy dogfight with the, with the other two uh, TIE fighter or the other one TIE fighter. And after the whole thing, Christian, tell us what happened. Oh, okay. So. You know, badass dogfight. The the first guy got murked because he didn't even know the Mando was around. It was kind of like uh, Lando sa- saving uh, their asses in uh, the Death Star. Remember when he rolled up in the Millennium Falcon or whatever? Yeah. You know, but anyways. Um, and then he gets in this awesome dogfight with the last one and they do this thing where they like both drive at each other trying to shoot the other one. But they're like spiraling. And they're fucking, they do the awesome Star Wars thing where they show the pilot spinning around, which is like, I always love that. They're very attentive with that stuff. Um, and, you know, Mando shoots the guy through the fucking window and, and hit, hits his body and beats him and then whoosh, and he swoops off the other way. Badass. So then it cuts into the cockpit with uh, Mando and Vesuvius. And <laughs> Vesuvius, you know, still kind of has his hands up, but then some blue liquid emits from Vesuvius's mouth. And it, what did you say? I said, I throwed up. <laughs> <laughs> like a toddler would say. Mommy. Walking in at freaking 3 a.m. I throwed or like they go, I throwed <laughs> up. Mommy, I don't feel so good. Christian was sitting here. I mean, I think we were all laughing. We are like, I throwed up. Like they play up the baby thing so well and so funny. He ate too many macaroons and he just threw up all over his he fucking ate, clothes. He ate like three macaroons and then went into like negative fifty G's in the, in the Razor Crest. Oh mm, uh, yeah, no, that was one of the most like intense badass. Because uh, we haven't had too many uh, ship scenes, at least like from I'm, I mean, you guys have seen like it dog all. Dog fights, yeah, dog fight scenes scenes where I'm just like, whoa, this is fucking awesome. This looks so yeah, nice. it was really well uh, shot and it was, it was really good. But uh, so Mando is like, all right, let's get out of here. And they just take off. And then they're like, thanks, Mando, for everything. You're the best. <laughs> even though I don't even think that's the song they play at it's, the end. It's of not. Movie. It's, the, it's like the Mando. Theme. It's not like gritty. It's like <laughs> We're that, bounty hunters. Yeah, it's like that. Down, Western down. Down. <laughs> I'm the dog, the big the dog. Dude, I watched Dog the Bounty I Hunter in so, space. I would watch Dog the Bounty oh Hunter in space. God, He'd yeah. be like, hey, come here, brah. 
You see this? This is alien mace. <laughs> You'd finally catch him. He's like, you want a cigarette, bro? You want a cigarette? Why you been running so long, bro? Bro, you know you got three warrants, bro. Listen here, bro. You just got to find God, bro. <laughs> you want some McDonald's, bro? Um, You're going to jail still, bro. So uh, <laughs> there's that last scene with Muff Gabby or whatever his name is. What is it? Oh, Muff Giddy. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Muff Cabbage. Yes, I like Muff Gabby. I'm going to have to start bleeping our episodes. <laughs> this one's been a pretty bad one. This one, this Very one, bad. there's like five spots where we could really, uh, we could really cut some I'm things out. i to edit it all out now. <laughs> Goal reached. Christian's manifesto has <laughs> come true. It's finally happening. Chris has got the look. <laughs> Yugoslavia will rise again. So anyways, they're with Moffat. So then they go to this big star destroyer. And this uh, officer is talking to the person who is working on Mando's ship. Mind you, Mando's ship looks like it had, was never a ship box. Mm-mm. It's flying great, shooting just fine. So they fixed it fast. I, I was telling like, that was like three hours of time. And they fixed that bitch up like it was nothing. They said, we put a brand new engine in here. You wouldn't know, Not though. just a brand new engine, dude. They fixed his freaking uh, blasters, whatever the hell those they things fixed are. Everything. Yeah. They everything. fixed everything. Everything. Good as new. Yeah, if I'm not new. mistaken, I think uh, Vesuvius has even got a fucking little car seat now. No, he's just in a seat. Oh my god, can we please talk about that real quick? The beginning of the episode. Yeah. So Vesuvius is in like a little like little like crawl space where there's like wires. Oh yes. And Mando, like it's like the typical dad talk. He's like, okay, so you see the red wire, right? And he goes, eh? and he holds up the red wire, and he goes, okay, you need to put that where the blue wire plugs into. And so he has the blue wire in his hand. He goes, huh? And then he plugs the blue wire into the spot where the blue wire he goes, no, 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 no. You plug the red wire, but keep them separate though. They're, they're, they're opposite of track. So, you know, it, you can get hurt. And he's just like slowly moving them together. I was like, and Christian, <laughs> Christian's sitting there just fucking wheezing. I'm sitting here thinking like that Vesuvius is about to electrocute himself because the Mandalorian decided, oh, let's have him do wiring. <laughs> Which the, that ship placement like who can get to that wire except for baby yoda droids oh visu, visu my bad not baby yoda no his name is vesuvius vesuvius we're, gonna have, to, we're gonna have to write visu. to disney and be like we have named him vesuvius i think you guys should possibly look into that you mean we should no no, no disney Disney's oh disney should i was like we, we are going to write. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so I, I don't know that was just so great no he was just in a car he was in like a seatbelt they ain't yeah. no car seat. They ain't, they ain't upgraded shit. They just fixed it. That'd be awesome. They, didn't, they didn't pimp my ride. He's got like a shit. five point harness now. <laughs> He's got a roll cage. Fucking yes. rims. Spinning yes. rims. <laughs> That's what these things are missing, right? Like, and then when he flies, he's spinners. A good sound system. What kind of music do people in Star Wars listen to? Yes. Mm. It's, it's it, I don't know. It's like that intro song. Yeah. But it's like that. But there's like electronic music. It's weird. It's like its own thing. Okay. Is there like, space has it been prog? like space prog? No, the contortionist is not what people in Star Wars listen to. Okay, so Austin. Yes. What was your favorite part of this episode? My favorite part would have to be that dog fight, dude. Just just that like 30 seconds of them just spiraling towards each other. Just cinematically, it looks so good. Super, super good. Do you good. think there could have been anything done this episode to make it a little bit better? Um, like what, what would you might've changed to kind of, we, before, before we go into the change though, can we talk about like 
that room that they uh they had with all the uh I said they were Darth Vaders, but they aren't Darth oh, Vaders. Oh, right, right, right. We need to talk at the end of the episode. So the the person who who fixed up his ship was like a spy and is talking to this officer in the Star Destroyer, and the Star Destroyer is like, Did you did you put the uh tracker and yes, it's been done. So this officer goes to Moff Gideon and goes, the tracker's been placed on the Razor Crest, and he goes, uh, does he have the child, or what is it, the child? He is- says the asset, but the we, asset. Know, yeah. we know he's talking about the child. And he goes, does he have the asset? He goes, yes, our sources have confirmed it. He goes, we will be ready. Wow. And then, and then in the room, it shows like a bunch of what looks like maybe like shock troopers. I couldn't get a clear yeah, shot. Yeah, it was hard to tell at the angle. It, it looked kind of like Darth Vader armor, but like all we could tell it was like black like empire armor Mm. so that like that painted the whole picture for us you know one they need the child because they're gonna like make their own like force capable army it's just a bunch of jar jars that'd be badass okay (laughs) the empire will rise again (laughs) um (laughs) me bringing back yugoslavia (laughs) (laughs) we will rise again (laughs) It, this brings everything into fucking like the picture. Um, it was really strange earlier in the episode before you really like knew what was going on. Um, one of the officers told to the uh, uh, like a like a the M. I think he. I think uh, the, the the officer told to the spy guy who planted the the tracker on the razor crest. He's like, oh, in the in the in the the new the era. new world or the new era, you'll have a good place. It says you will be rewarded well in the new era. I think it was a girl. I think that was the one. I forget. Yes, it was because you look kind of like Brie Larson, but she wasn't. <laughs> that, that I'm like, I'm like, did Brie Larson did do a Star Wars thing? Like, anyways, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So, and you're like, oh shit. Okay, so they're gonna try to make Force Brothers. Okay, to fight for the Empire. Did you just say Force Brothers? Yeah. Look, if they're all all clone, made from the same DNA, they'd be brothers. There's no. Ratio, there, there's no, yeah, no implication. I say that every time. But too. you said I brother reala- with an A. No, I did that. You want me to, to use guys, an ER? Guys, I did that today. I did that. T- I and I realized I do it with everybody. I say, yeah, you call me brother, brother all the time. Thanks, brother. Like, I mean, it's just like I mean, you just grow up. It's with just it. a saying. Yeah. yeah, I get it. But it was still like, like the way Christopher was like, we got some brothers up in here. <laughs> I we are when that you kind of imply that they are about their business. Yes. They so please, please just continue. <laughs> okay, okay. So, and then when when you see the armor, you're like, okay, they are they are tracking the ship. They know where the child is. The here, here's the the backdrop of what this season's story is going to be. They're going to go after them. They want to take the child, make force users. This is going to be the armor. Like they're prepping for this army already because you saw their armor. So it's like uh. I don't know. We were, we were just earlier past episodes talking like, oh, what's the story this season? What's going to happen? They're setting it up. Yeah, it was pretty intense. I mean, for all we know, that could not be Force users. Maybe it's just a super soldier that they've just been creating anyways, and they don't really need the, the M count. They don't need the white blood cells for them, but they, it could probably be. is. So. Like, was, a, like a Phasma tier yeah. soldier. But anyway, oh, speaking of Phasma, Franny's license plate is Phasma. It's Phasma, <laughs> was, Phasma was cool. I was upset that she didn't stick around in that trilogy. Yeah, they made a lot of bad decisions in that trilogy. But anyways, George, as, uh, please continue with your uh, question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I had mentioned if you wanted, if you, if you saw anything that you might have wanted to change. Not really. Um, 
if it was up to me, it'd just be all action the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> all okay. action and then just Baby Yoda throwing up. I fought up. I, yeah, no. I think it would be uh, like super funny. Like you, you can take Vesuvius and really... Uh, I, I see it being a cartoon like yeah, that they come like out with after short. the... Yes, yes. That nails it. So what I was going to get to, and when I was mentioning it, I had realized... It was almost too predictable. Like after you hadn't seen Mando for like freaking seven minutes of action, like he, it was bound to have come. I would have liked um, possibly to have seen maybe a scene of him getting like slowed down or something just to kind of like heighten the tension. Like, oh, is he going to make it to actually save well, these We two? didn't know what the, the tension was, is are these three do are these three people going to survive being yes. bombarded? So then you like I almost I totally forgot about Mando. See, okay. And but so for, for me, me, it was nice. Yes. But like when I was looking at it, I was like, man, you know, I have not seen this guy in a minute. I figured as soon as they were coming towards the end and everything, it kind of, I, I, I've, I tied it all together as they were like midway through the drive. But it doesn't mean that I didn't like the, the entire action scene because then it led into visually the most appealing scene there was with the dog fight. And um, my last question, uh, the red and the green bullets. What do they represent? Red's empire? Mostly. Okay. And then green is? Usually like rebellion or like just like a. Okay. Blast. But red is like common. It's like your nine millimeter. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. So George, we'll start with you this time mm -hmm. with this week's episode. We'll kind of keep it brief since we already went through the entire episode, but mm -hmm. name like one thing. This goes for everybody. Name one thing that you liked about this episode and how many grapes you rate it. Well, okay. I literally have been thinking about uh, what I would want to say here. And, I, and you, you brought it up and I just completely went blank. Chris, can you go? Because I, I just had it, but then I lost yeah, it. Yeah, sure, sure. I'll yes, go for now. You, and you, could think, you could think on it. <clears throat> okay. The best thing was the kind of plot bombshell or plot implications here. It's like, now we have something to chew on. Like, okay. Muff Gideon, he's going for all the Muff fucking... Muff Gideon. <laughs> it's Muff. Now I want to say Muff. The last time I did it, ironically. Um, Muff Gideon wants to go for all the marbles. He's tracking the child. And there's this conspiracy about creating like a force army. Super cool. That, that was definitely the coolest part of the whole episode, I thought. I'd rate it 3.7. Grapeies. Grape, grapeies. Not raisinets or... Grapefruit, but grapeies? No. Yeah. All right. George, it looked like you got yes. your idea. Yes. So it came back to me. So I've always been a huge uh, shot continuity guy. Um, like that means that whenever they say like a time in the movie, like I would like it to fit that time frame, frame that they just set. And if I'm not mistaken, just like based on my recollection of what we just watched, when they said we have 10 minutes till that thing blows, I'm almost certain it hits like 10 minutes relatively on the dot um, and the, and the progression of it, because I mean, there is a lot of fighting. There's a lot of action in between, but at the same time, you know, it reminded, it gave me that call of duty mission feel like, Oh, we got to get out of this building, you got know, the X fill before it blows. Right. And <laughs> you know, they, they made it. No Tuscan. I was a little uh, blown away that uh, the lava kind of didn't like, seep through the canyon and like kind of like follow through them i feel like that could have added a whole nother little level there was a huge shock wave after right. the place blew um but yeah no i just figured like it but see lava moves slow 
some lava moves slow. So it, it isn't like a rushing river. You know what I mean? Like where I would have expected that with water or something. Um, but no, that was my favorite part of the episode because that's all I could think about after they said 10 minutes. Well, I'm like, Oh, watch these mofos or we're, it's going to be like the next 20 minutes. And then we're still not going to have the damn thing blow up. But no, they did an excellent job with that. And that makes me happy as a viewer. So how many grapes? Uh, not my favorite episode. I'm going to go three grapes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so for me, I think I have to kind of agree with Christian is the plot development. Like, it's just like, oh, this got really big again. Like, it was already big, but it's like, uh, we didn't get rid of Moff Gideon. We didn't get rid of Big Muff. We got we to gotta wait for him to come back. It's like, oh, God, here he comes. Oh, Lord, here he comes. Oh, Lord, he coming. So the, the plot point was really good. The episode overall was really good. Um. I just want to know, they were having a bit of problem fighting off those stormtroopers. How fast would it have been if the uh, the Southern Baptist Mandos came in? Oh my. Like half a second. They'd fire like five shots. They'd all be dead. Yeah. Like, they'd land. They'd all shoot at the same time. Like one shot. They'd and all the be bullets dead. would just ricochet. Yeah, that'd be badass. Some ricocheting lasers. It'd be dangerous. But, uh, what if you're a Mandalorian? You could, you could do. You saw the Mandalorian. His armor's so damn good. He gets shot in the back. He hears like the tink or feels the impact. Then he just turns around and shoots him. Like it doesn't matter to him. <laughs> to yeah, no, him. it's just like, and the, there's never been a moment where I'm like, oh, this dude's going to lose a fight. I mean, he just eats bullets. Yeah. It's almost seeming like, oh God, what's Mando going to do this time? But so I rate this one for plot element. I rated a 3.5 overall. It was a very plotty episode. And I, I think that's why, uh, I think that's why you guys can kind of like relate to it more. You guys felt that build. Um, be, I, I know the importance of that Moff Gideon guy from, uh, I think it was the snow episode where uh, he, he was in there for like a short bit um, as a hologram explaining something. So I knew he was a big time guy. Uh, I, I think we're, they're really setting up for maybe even like, cause I remember this Boba Fett character and just just a quick brief glimpse of him and i feel like they're gonna be you know there's people chasing after him i feel like it's all gonna come to like this big head where like the southern baptist mandalorians come in they protect him from boba fett they've maybe even kill that moff gideon dude protect off their crazy attack um but i think i would want to see that in like an hour-long episode do you guys think they're gonna do that like for the finale maybe i don't remember if they did that for i think the the finality if the finale for this for season one was longer most I, shows i feel do that i think it was but i don't remember concretely mm-hmm. it might have been a two-part thing like mm. uh yeah it might have been i think so like it's like one like con like the continuity is like well like one little yeah. adventure but it's it, split it, between it was two. two episodes because there was there was at the end of the second to last episode he was like his friend, he was like, come in and you see the radio on the ground and you see him dead like 20 feet ahead. Mm. That's how the episode ends. But overall, uh, this was a very good episode. I think we can all agree that it was it was it wasn't like, oh, man, we're watching. We were like, that was a good episode. I think we said that after every episode. We're like, this is a pretty yeah. good episode. We've been it, it thoroughly entertained this entire season. So uh, moving forward from that, George, it's trivia time. Oh, oh. oh awesome. And uh, I'm not going easy this time. Okay. Okay, I was uh I was gonna pull up a couple of questions at you with too. And okay. then uh what did we say we we're gonna do last time? 
because we wanted Chris involved in this, yeah? We were going to yeah, do, we was gotta, it like one person tell the questions and to see, uh, it was like first to three or something? I don't remember that much. We're going to have to. You no, know, let's do that. Screw it. You will be the Alex Trebek for this episode. And it's me versus Chris. First to three wins. So you guys against each other. Yes. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, what are we going to do? Like a buzzer thing or? No, just say it. Okay. We'll know who the first person is. And if it's a tie, it's a tie. It's a tie. Then we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. I got plenty of questions here. So, all right. So the first one, how big is your butt? <laughs> Five. Christian got three right off the bat. Sorry, yeah. George. All right. So the first one, this one, I feel like it should be easy. How is water written scientifically? H2O. That's one O, George. Let's move on to the second. Uh, so are we doing it whoever gets it the fastest? Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. It's a speed game. Yep. It's, Je- it's just like Jeopardy. Okay, I'm not going to ask this one. Uh, blank is the basic unit of all living things. Carbon? Basic unit of all living things? You're, you already said your answers. So. Metric? Oh, we only get one try. Yeah, you got to... Metric? Whoop. So then if we both don't get it, then it's just... It's cell. Ah, oh, okay. Mm, okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. The square root of 81 is... Nine. Nine. That was a tie. Uh, all right, so like George two, Good math. Christian one. Oh, so are we counting ties as a point? Yeah. Okay. It goes to each of you. Oh, oh so this okay, is sure. it. Okay. This is it, Chris. Don't oh, mess shit. up. <clears throat> I'm going to keep going, though. I want to see how George does. Okay. The indication of any future event is known as... Premonition or... Wait, say it one more time. The indication of any future event is known as foreshadowing. Oh, dang, George, coming uh, in hot. Yes, That's, that one was dumb. Yes, because foreshadowing is a literary. Right, you want to go to five, Chris? You want to go to five? <laughs> it's three one right now. We'll go to five. Sure, let's go to five. On which body part is a temporal lobe? Placed? Head, brain, part of the body. That's yeah. so dumb. Uh, when you say part of the body, you think the outside. <laughs> That's dumb. This, all right. Damn that! Right now, that that question just stumped Alex Trebek himself. <laughs> Who wrote the novel The Great Gatsby? I don't know that. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. It was Scott Fitzgerald. Oh yes, good old Scott. Some of these are like super easy. Good. Chris needs some. I'm winning 4 1 right now. Where is where are the headquarters of the Microsoft Corporation? Silicon Valley. I would have said California. Redmond, Washington. Hmm? Oh yeah. That's where I get all my charges from. I've seen that before. All right, hold on. I gotta I gotta open up a new one. Okay, okay. Just know that I'll, I'll take Alex Trebek duties next week, and then it's you two. Okay, yeah. Winner, winner takes Alex Trebek duties. So we'll go to we'll go to five now. We'll we'll reset. We're at zero. Here's some categories you guys can pick. Okay, from. well then, George, you won that one. Okay, you won that. There series. we go. There so we, we go. can do, and it has to be like you kind of both have to agree on it. There's questions about sports, questions about movies, questions about music, questions about history, questions about books, questions about countries. Questions about gardening and random trivia questions for teens. 
Random trivia questions for teams. That sounds okay, yeah. All right, this one should be good. A cat, you know, meow, stays in heat for how many days? Nine. Four. Ooh, it was five. Oh, okay. What is the color of absinthe? Green. Clear? Ooh, got it. Green. Okay. So we're at one zero. What does DC stand for in electrical terminology? Direct current. Damn, Georgia 2-0. Feeling myself. Which is the biggest island in the world? Australia. Is that not it? I don't know. Answer it. New Zealand? Greenland. Mm. That's cool. (laughs) That was where Australia. What did ancient Romans use to dye their hair? Berries. Dye. Bird poop. Oh, disgusting. Interesting. Okay. Which is the shallowest ocean in the world? Ocean? Uh, Indian. Arctic. Dang, George, we're at 3-0 now. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the most common atmospheric gas? Carbon. Ozone? Carbon. Nitrogen. Nitrogen. Uh, Ozone. Ozone is just the layer. Okay. When did the Eiffel Tower open? And not here in Vegas. The Eiffel Tower is brand. 1904. No, it was way earlier than that. I was thinking, uh, wait, no, this was our gift to them. I'm going to say 1921. You have that backwards. Their, gi- Their gift the to us was the Statue of Liberty. We didn't gift anything. So the answer is 1889. Ah, oh, okay. 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 Which period came first, the Jurassic period or the Triassic period? Triassic. I, I guess. Triassic. Yeah, three to, to one. Like, George, are you about to I, pull a warrior? I just right remember now? that no. Jurassic was a later one. Yeah, because the, the, the sores. Yeah, the Jurassic cool World, one. and there's Triassic, you know. Triassic trannies. Ruled the land for a while. Dear God help us. What is the color of a giraffe's tongue? Purple. I'm just going to say uh, pink. Black. Interesting. All right, why. so that's it for random questions for teens. Oh, shit. All right, I chose that one, Chris. You choose this one. So we have sports, movies, Three, music, one. history, books, countries, gardening. Countries. Countries. All right, let's see what this is. And what are we, what is the score? Three to one? Three, one. Three to one. So we'll continue it from here because it was, it was doing yes, good. Yes, yes. In which country is the world's tallest building? China. Uh, no, it's in Dubai. Dubai, four to one. The Dang. Burj Khalifa. What is the largest landlocked country in the world?
all I'm gonna do when you once you guys answer, uh-huh. once you guys answer, I'm gonna give you guys just a hint, and you'll you'll know. Mm. Man, turkey. Oh, I'm gonna say it's something over. Oh no no, it's something in Africa. I feel. Is it in Africa? I don't know. You tell me. Huh? I'm just gonna say Egypt, so we can move on to the next one because I have no clue. Jenkui. It's no way it's yeah, Kazakhstan. It's Kazakhstan. Holy crap. Oh, shit. Well, good for Which them. European country is divided into departments? Like your home and garden department, your your Germany? I'm gonna go with Austria. It's France. Mm. Oh, we both said mm, yes. Yes, the France. So this one, Very it's huge. this one's a number. I'm looking for just a number. I don't need like Blah, 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 blah. I got to put Chris away here. Blah, here we blah, go. blah. Here we go. What is the population of Switzerland? Uh, 600,000. I was going to say 500,000. 8.5 million. Whoa. Wow. We Chris, suck. <laughs> what the hell? People live I in think, Switzerland? Uh, it's small. Like, Same, dude. Any. Same. Wow. I was way off. Definitely want to travel there one day. Be nice, yeah. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Name the sea between Australia and New Zealand. Indian. I thought Indian was an ocean. But anyway, let me <gasps> think. Right. Is it the hmm? Black Sea? It's the Tasman Sea. Hey everybody, Austin here. Uh, I made a mistake, uh, and our audio ended up getting. Uh, cut off because i didn't have enough you know space on the recorder so that's the end of the episode uh instagram twitter facebook lukewarm cinema podcast be sure to follow us and we'll see you guys next week